Boom! Shakalaka! Alright, we're waiting for Instagram to come live, but we'll give it a second and then we'll take and launch it. Looks like it's having a technical difficulty. Instagram, you have got to get your stuff fixed so that it works more efficiently. Go! Alright, here we go! What is your biggest expense in life? It is not what you think. Okay, let's take just a second. This is, this is a very, very valuable exercise. Like literally, I kid you not. Take a second and just think about it. Write down your two biggest, your two biggest expenses in life. Take them, write them down. What is it? What is it? Just take and write for a second, okay? You might, you might say, well, it's probably my family. Well, it might be my house. It might be my car. It might be, it might be my student loans. It might be, there's a whole lot of things that you're probably thinking it might be. I've got eight kids. You might be thinking, it might be the fact that you have eight kids, okay? So you got that? Have you written it down? Like, do the exercise. Even if you're just listening to the recording later, that's fine. I'm doing this thing live, so just take and listen to it and come up with what you think it is. Your two biggest expenses in life, okay? All right, now do you got it? Okay, now if you, if you put down that your biggest expense in life is your house, raise your hand. Do I got any hands up? Okay, all right. Now if you said your biggest expense in life is your, your kids, you got your hands up. What if you said that your biggest expense in life is actually your student debt, which could actually be pretty, pretty big. Okay, what if I told you, okay, none of those, like even though they all sound like they're legit, none of those are your biggest expenses in life. You might be like, come on, like what do you mean? Like of course my house is expensive, of course having kids is expensive. Those are not your biggest expenses in life. Okay, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start with your number two biggest expense. And as soon as I show this to you, you're going to immediately know that this is true. Okay, your biggest, your number two biggest expense is taxes. What do you, well, wait a minute. What do you mean? Just a second, Mike. What do you mean? What do you mean my second biggest expense in life is taxes? Okay, all right. Let me break it down for you. I'm in like, say I'm in the 26% or 26% tax bracket or whatever it is. Okay, check it out. When you go to work and you earn the money, they tax you on it. That's called income tax. Okay. So when you go to work and you earn it, they tax you on it. That's income tax. When you go to the store and you buy the thing that you want, they tax you on that too. That is called sales tax. That's sales tax. Okay. When you own the thing, they're going to charge you tax on that too. That would be called property tax. Okay. That's property tax. When you sell the thing, they want to tax that also. Okay. That's called capital gains tax. And then when you die, heaven forbid if you ever die, that is called, that's like an inheritance or death tax. So in the end, by the time you get done adding up every single expense that you pay in taxes, you're paying 51% of all of your money to taxes. That is how much money you're spending on, that is like your number two biggest expense. And you're like, well, wait a minute. Mike, wait a minute. Now that you've just showed me that I am now being taxed to death through, through this tax system, this tax strategy, how could there possibly be a bigger expense that I am actually paying? Okay, let me show it to you. The math is actually pretty simple. How much money did you actually make last year? Did you make, say, 50000 Did you make 100000 Maybe 150000 200000 How much money did you make? Think about it for just a second. You got that idea? You got that number right there planted in your head? Okay, take, take $1 million right here, 
less what you took and you earned last year and see what the delta is. So let's just say you made 100,000 last year. So you take $1 million less $100,000, that means $900,000. That is how much you paid life last year by not knowing how to make a million dollars. That is your biggest expense. The, the lack of knowledge on how to invest, on how to get ahead, and how to create the good life is by far, bar none, the largest expense that people pay. So, like what I do, like when I do, like when I do these videos, I do these trainings, what I'm doing is I'm documenting my rags the riches transformation experience. I'm literally showing you how to take and to move, how to take and to create wealth that allows you to figure out how to move forward in life. That's what it's all about. Like, you know the fact that I deal with solar. You know that I work in the solar space. I work in the solar space because it's a wealth building asset, but it's not the only asset that somebody should own. Like I've shown you, if you watch my Facebook lives, I will take and I will show you my stock portfolio. I, you, uh, at one point I used to have 14 rentals, okay? I took and I, I get solar because solar is one of these investments where I can literally put $1 in and pull $10 back out. My end game is figuring out how to create the good life. And the point of the rags the riches transformation or the rags the riches secrets is literally to share with you the secrets to show you how to get there. Now here's the thing that's cool, okay? Have, just think about this. Have you ever, have you ever met somebody that can bake an, an absolutely amazing chocolate cake? Have you? Have you ever met somebody that can bake this amazing chocolate cake? And you're like, yeah, I've met somebody that can make an amazing chocolate cake, right? Maybe that's actually you. So let me ask you a question. So you, as the intelligent person who knows how to make a chocolate cake, or if this is a friend, your friend who is an intelligent person who knows how to make a chocolate cake, is it possible for one intelligent person to teach another intelligent person how to make the chocolate cake, right? And the answer is obviously yes, they could do it. But see, here's the difference. You don't actually have to spend 10 years in the kitchen figuring out the perfect recipe to make the chocolate cake. You don't have to do that. That, that would be a waste of time because the knowledge on how to obtain or how to make this chocolate cake is already in existence. What it is for us is to be able to jump into this thing and to be able to tap no knowledge that allows us to compress decades down to days so that we can get the momentum and actually like grab those gold nuggets, grab those nuggets that will allow us to form, like be able to just tap into success immediately without actually spending decades or uh, spending decades to do it. So right here, you see back here, I've got, I've got a lot of books. I like books. I read these books because these books actually provide answers. They provide solutions. They tell me how to accomplish things that I want. Multiple streams of income. That's a good book. Investing. That's another good book. Uh, big secrets for the small investor. Those are secrets. Today I'm going to break down for you. Say hi, Ben. Hello. Thank you for joining. It's great to have you here. Okay. Today I'm going to break down the four secrets to wealth. The four secrets to wealth. And once you see these four secrets, you're going to immediately have a shift in how things work. Okay, have you ever heard, have you ever heard that the love of money is the root of all evil? Okay, 
People will then make the assumption that money in and of itself is evil when it's actually not. Money is a spiritual product. What do I mean by that? Okay, here's the neat thing about spiritual things. A spiritual thing can be in more places than more places at once than just a single location. What do I mean by that? Okay, I can have money in my checking account. I can have money on my credit card. I can have money. I can have money in multiple places. I can write a check to buy a thing. I can do multiple things with money so that it can do it can be in multiple places at once. You see what I mean? Money is not the root of all evil. The love of it, probably, okay? But money itself is not the root of all evil. In fact, if you, if you want to make a difference in the world, you want to make an impact, okay? You want to be able to feed people in China or, or Africa or whatever it is, you will require, it will require resources and money to be able to help them, okay? You want to help your kids to be able to learn and to obtain the good life. It's going to take resources to do that. And what, what would it be like if only the bad people in the world had the money, right? That would be a huge problem. And so we've got to have good people in the world that have money and that know how to do some good things with it. So I'm going to teach you the four secrets behind this. This is the four secrets that will help you understand how you can go about accumulating more so that you can do more. There are people in this world that need your help and they're going to need an impact. And you may be the only person that can reach them, okay? You actually have, for you being here on this planet, you have actually got a, a divine gift to be able to touch certain people's lives. And if your gifts do not show up, there are people that will not be served in the absence of you being able to show up. And so I'm going to break this down so you can figure out how to start getting this momentum. Figure out how to get ahead. So I'm going to break it down into the four pieces. It's like when these four pieces, think of it as steps on a stairs. There's four steps going up the stairs, okay? Step number one. This is, this is people who trade time for money. The resource is muscle. This is muscle over time. That's how you trade time for money. Now, you've heard people in the past say that working hard is actually how you make more money, okay? I want you to think through this. So if you go to like a hotel, for example, you're going to have people inside this hotel that are working, cleaning, and doing an amazing job. And they're working very hard. Now you ask yourself, do they actually have the money? And you're going to see people that are cleaning, bed, cleaning uh, the, the rooms, that are taking care of it, doing the maintenance. They're working very hard. But the working hard is not what creates the money. It's actually money. It's actually muscle over time. And as a result, your income is going to be massively capped. You know, you could be, maybe, maybe you're, uh, maybe you're, you could, it, it ranges. So you could be minimum wage. Maybe you're like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten bucks an hour, depending. Seems like minimum wage keeps changing. Okay. You could be all the way up to an attorney. Maybe you're making $200 an hour. Maybe you're making $150 an hour. Maybe, hello. Thank you for joining. Um, feel, feel free to make some comments down below. Do a little shout out. We're doing, breaking down the four secrets on how to grow your wealth. Okay. So time over money. So you could be an attorney and you could be making what you perceive as good money, but it's still muscle over time. That's what it is. Okay, now when you step up into the next level, this is when you're stepping into a management level. What it is, is you're organizing and coordinating resources so that you can get paid for leveling up your game. Now, in this bracket, you can make more money because you're helping organize people. You're helping put people into different opportunities. You're helping 
you're helping expand their skill set and it's giving you a chance to be in management. That, you know, that range on that one, you could see it. You could go all the way up to maybe a million bucks. Like you could have a pretty decent range on that one. Maybe you're going to start at, um, I don't know, man. You got some people that are in management that are maybe 30,000 a year, 50,000 a year, but you could go all the way up to maybe, God, it, it's, it's rare if you get up to the million, right? There, those are the exceptions in management, but maybe you can get up to $200,000 a year, but you're still capped. Okay. Now you're like, okay, so how do I take and figure out how to level up so that I can get to this next level of wealth? So let's take the third rung in the step. The third rung in the step is learning how to use your voice. What do you mean, use my voice? You're learning how to communicate in a fashion that allows people to start moving. It allows people to start making a shift. It allows people to start making a transition. Okay? It's not until I actually figured out how to influence, how to sell a product, how to motivate people, how to help more people by using my voice that I actually started getting momentum, creating prosperity. Okay? I hit $350,000 uh, last year. I did about almost uh, 1,777,000 in change in sales. And I did that by using my voice. Okay? I worked with people. I helped more people be successful. And as a result of using my voice, I figured out how to make more money. Okay, That one, that right there, has an enormous range. You could be, you could be down kind of at the low end, but you could go all the way up to probably a million bucks, probably a couple million bucks by learning how to use your voice. Okay? Now let's talk about the fourth rung. The fourth rung, this is where creative imagination comes into play. This is where you use your imagination to create and to formulate in your mind the thing that you want to see happen. And then you use your voice to be able to magnify and amplify what you're trying to accomplish. There was a guy that came up to, it was Walt, it was Walt Disney's brother, he goes, man, he goes, it's a real shame that Walt Disney did not have the privilege of seeing this amazing park. And the guy said to, said to him, he's like, what are you talking about? Walt Disney saw this park before it ever was created. He had already visualized it. He saw it. He used his voice that created the momentum. And as he created the momentum, the thing came into existence and the wealth appeared. You see what I mean? Those are the four layers. If, hello, thank you for joining. Okay, those are the four layers. So if you're trying to figure out what is it that would allow me to create the good life? What is it that, that would allow me to get ahead? Just peel back the onion just a second and look at the four layers. So we'll do a little recap on this because this is important enough that it's worth understanding the four layers. The four, okay, the first layer on the stairs, you're looking at the steps going up the stairs. The first layer is muscle over time. You're trading your time for money. The only way to make more money in here is to get a better skill set so that you can increase your, your, how much money you make on an hourly basis. But nevertheless, you still are capped by 24 hours in a day. That is time or muscle over time. The second one is step up into management. You step into ma management, organize some skills. You can level up your income. In fact, you wouldn't be, you'll be surprised that some of these people at the lower rung can sometimes out make 
people at the higher rung because they're willing to trade more time for money that can allow them to pass these guys. But this is the next level up. If you want to level up again, you've got to discover how to use your voice. Use your voice to create wealth. Use your voice to create influence. Use your voice to motivate things to take place. And as you do that, you will see an immediate increase in your wealth. You will see an immediate increase in your ability to help people. Okay? And then when you want to level up even higher, this is the top rung. You got to learn how to use your creative imagination to figure out, design, and to create something that people would want and do it. And you've got to combine that with your voice so that people will end up discovering that they need the thing that you've got. Those are the four layers. Take, I, I've literally taken and showed you today some things that are important. I showed you the two biggest expenses in life. If you understand that, it will unblind you. It will open you, it will open your eyes so that you can figure out how to get some momentum. Then look at the four layers. Figure out where you want to sit on that stand so that you know the steps that you need to take to level up. And as you do that, your wealth will expand. Then you can start making a big impact. You will start helping more people. We need more good souls on this dang planet that actually have wealth, okay? One of the things you already know I do that helps people create wealth is I take and I put the solar up on their house. Why does Mike do that? Why does Mike do that? Because I, it, it is, a, is an, an opportunity for me to be able to help people save money. Like, here's the deal. You're committed for life with these expenditures of paying for your power bill. Would it not be better to keep that money in your own pocket without having to pay as much money to the utility company so that you can help more people? Would you not rather put that money into your children? Would you, really, would you rather not help them get a better education? Would you rather not, like, if you think about it, there's a lot of amazing things you could do. Would you rather not figure out how to take that money and to invest so that you can get more momentum in life rather than paying it to the utility company? So I show you how to reduce expenses and to still get the good life. I show you how to create wealth and equity buildup in your home. Okay, it, it's teaching important fundamental principles that people have got to get their head around because once you figure out these investing principles, it will allow you to get momentum. It will allow you to accumulate assets to get you ahead of mine. Um, and I teach them how to be able to, you know, just like, like right now, like there's advantages, there's strategic advantages. The Fed and the state will give you money back as a result of getting your solar. Here's what the deal is. They have the, the both the Fed and the state, they're like, look, we want to clean up the environment. So here's what, here's what the deal is. You're gonna owe us money at the end of the year. You're, you have a tax liability. We talked about the 51% in taxes you're gonna pay. You will be sending us a check, but if you wanna do yourself a favor, you wanna do yourself a favor, get these tax credits from the Fed and state. You can keep that money if you're willing to put it up on top of your roof. And if you're willing to do that, cool. But if you don't want that money and you would prefer to throw it away, go ahead and send us your tax money because we want it. See what I mean? They're giving you some choices and I'm showing you how to navigate the system so that you can figure out how to start reducing your biggest expense in life or your second biggest expense in life, which is taxes. So if you, if this seems like it's, it's, it's fun, it, it caused something to click, something new so that you got some momentum in life, then let's start making some decisions. Let's start moving forward. Go to my website, AskSolarMike.com. AskSolarMike.com. Go out there and look at it. Check it out. Look at solar. See what it can do to allow you to start getting some momentum. Allow you to start taking avoiding having to pay so much in taxes.
okay? Figure out how to keep more of that money so you can do some good in the world. Anyway, I will talk to you.